to our listeners. It is the exact right time and right day for a new and inspiring episode of the Business of Life Masterclass Podcast. Our show for people who thrive on opportunities, drive to get results, and seek input and ideas to quickly incorporate in life and in business. And with that, hi to you again. It's Debbie Lundberg, author and founder and CEO of Presenting Powerfully, my Tampa-based firm that's nationally providing individuals and organizations with four things, keynotes and talks, strategy and facilitation, teaming and training, and executive presence coaching. Hi, Barb Zant here, corporate sales leader, founder of the lifestyle brand, Stay at Work Mom, and fashion stylist. As a lifetime learner, it's all about the simple things and finding joy in all we do each day. So Debbie, I am very excited to meet our guest today, or re-meet our guest today, as he just won, was honored with an award with the Indy U.S. Chamber Businessman of the Year. Yes. So awesome. That's right, Barb. This colleague who comes to us as the Businessman of the Year for the Indo-U.S. Chamber is the founder and CEO of Elevate, Inc. That's a Florida-based strategic business consulting firm providing public relations, community relations, targeted networking, and social media, so they know everyone. He's the chair of the Center Club Tampa. He holds the 2017 Deanne Dewey Roberts Emerging Leader Award. He has traveled to Guantanamo and Lapland Air Force Base in San Antonio through McDill Air Force Base. He's traveled to Dubai with UT Sykes College of Business, has gone to Cuba, has visited Israel with the Tampa Jewish Federation, as a matter of fact, 10 years ago, he co-founded the Leaders Friday Lunch Group, Lunching Group, and you've probably heard of that, I'm sure, mm-hmm. an effort that each month connects young professionals with seasoned experts, we'd be seasoned experts, Barb, so the young professionals, in the industry, in the community, and civil service in a way that forges not only introductions, but true contacts. The annual VIP reception has become a mainstay in Tampa Bay for those who have attended the lunches and those who want to attend those lunches. So there's so many things I could say. He's also just let us know that he's part of the Super Bowl host committee in Tampa, so he may plug that. He's got this spectacular pin that he's wearing. So as a fellow Greater Tampa Chamber of Commerce Leadership Tampa alumni like both of us, Barb, please welcome Akash Patel. Yes, super exciting that Tampa Bay is hosting the Super Bowl in 2021. Welcome. Congratulations. Well, thank you so much, ladies, for having me. It's been an honor to listen to your podcast and congrats on your success. Thank you. It's, it's a great day to, to, to be here on here. Well, Debbie is about to start the interview and our four questions. We like our listeners to know something about you that they might otherwise not know, something a little different and unique. So do tell. Well, I think on the on the business side, a lot of people assume when you read your biography and you read things about me on, on, the, on the social media when I was running for office that everything just comes naturally. And the truth is, you know, we're both Leadership Tampa alumni. It took me, I applied to Leadership Tampa at 23, I was rejected. Applied at 25, was rejected. Applied at 27, I was accepted. And for most of the organizations that I've been part of, it's taken a long time to be uh, a leader in the organization. It's taken a long time to get involved. So I want people to know that it's it's persistence and determination that kind of has carried me forward and that's how that's an honor to be here today. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you. And in your acceptance speech, you mentioned that. You suggested to the audience Saturday night, be persistent, <laughs> stick with it, so that your message is consistent. So thanks, Akash. <laughs> so we're moving into what we like to call the Business of Life Masterclass Podcast 4. 
So Kosh, these are the four questions we ask each guest. So you're familiar with them. To answer, we're looking for insights and inspiration. There's no wrong answer. So are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, number one. What time do you get up in the morning and what is your daily routine to get your day started right? So if I'm not going to the gym in the morning, uh, I get up at 6.30 mm -hmm. and I read the, uh, the, the Tampa Bay Times, my local newspaper. I'll scroll through Twitter to see what the hot topics on Twitter are aware of last night. And I'll look at Facebook to see whose birthdays they are and always say happy birthdays. And then lastly, I'll check LinkedIn because overnight people always share articles and like posts. And I do that all before between 6.30 and, uh, say, 17. And then I'll get ready for, for my first meeting. Normally, I'll be at my first meeting by 8 a.m. Um, if I do go to the gym in the morning, my, I be, I'm at the gym by 6.30, and I'll be back home by 7.30, and I'll, my routine will be a little delayed, and I'll be late, a little delayed to work. Mm -hmm. I always try to stay up to date on card events, and then pick three things on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter that I want to share. So I'll find either a post of someone to say something at an event, mm -hmm. or an article, or I'll retweet uh, just a, a great uh, a picture of someone. Um, so, like this morning, a lot of people were sharing uh, a picture from us from at the hockey game on Tuesday night with the emerging leaders. Mm -hmm. So I shared that this morning. I, you know, I didn't get to do it Tuesday night. We got to do it Thursday morning. So never too late. Never right? too late. Right? <laughs> Social media is always present. All right, thanks. So, with that, knowing that you have this routine that you stay consistent with, what's something other than that that you believe if other people were to do it, it would set them up for an additional level of success? We call this that extra ump. So what's your extra oh Just, I would say, message four or five people a day on, on the on LinkedIn. I mean, because a lot of people are charting new jobs, and you can see a lot of people are celebrating birthdays, and they have a really good feature that says, here's who's celebrating. And then also you can see who's viewing you. And so I try to see who's viewing us or me and say, hey, hey, so you're viewing us. You know, what can we do to get together? Or let's ah. get together. It's about time. Mm -hmm. So I think um, I think one of the books that I really, yeah. really inspired me was called Never Eat Alone by mm -hmm. Kikirazi. And it was kind of a similar concept, but this is more leveraging it on social media every day. So that's why you're always consistently in front of people, even though you're not in front of them, you're messaging them. Mm -hmm. And one of our former guests, Rita Lohman, gives that book to a lot of people and agrees with that. So we're seeing a theme here, yeah, aren't we? we are. Okay. All right, third question, Akash. Who or what has been the biggest influence in your life, your success, and your continued focus on making your life all that it is? And importantly, what have you done with that influence? Uh, well, my grandfather is 90 years old, and he actually was able to come to my uh, gala Saturday night where I was honored with the NWS Chamber uh, Businessman of the Year Award. And he was the first one in our family from this country, or from our country of India, where my mom was born, where he was born, to come to this country, America. Mm -hmm. And he came here, instead of bringing his wife and my mom and his kids, my aunts, to here, he brought over his siblings because he felt like this is a place where I want to build a future for my everyone else's families rather than my family come second. So for that reason, my mom didn't come here until she was 10 years old, and she knew no English. Hmm. So my, my grandfather and my, my mom, then obviously they may have... A lot of people came over here. So today, there are 300 relatives from our, our village in India that are in America. But I say this to say that my mom became an entrepreneur at an early age. My grandfather was a forward thinker at an early age. My mom was a pharmacist by trade. She owned a pharmacy sold it. My dad owned a pharmacy and sold it. Hmm. So they were always, you know, thinking ahead of the, the curve because they were 24 and 26 when they had their own business. You know, so they were thinking business. They were thinking for their families. They were thinking for their, for their future. And I think for my grandfather to answer a direct question, it's, you know, he must have been very young and very scared to come to this country, not knowing anyone, probably didn't 
have a lot of friends, and he mm-hmm. still made a plan and stuck to it. And and not, you know, he's 90 years old now, and he's able to, to see all the benefits he's brought to this this field. Right, and certainly not everything went perfectly. Just like you mentioned earlier, everything hasn't gone perfectly for you, but you just keep going with it. Exactly. Go with the plan. All right, well, that's impressive. So last question from me, at least. I know Barb's going to ask you something, but while our series and ultimately our master class focuses on the positive and how to move forward in life, what is a don't or something you wish you hadn't done or done differently that you can share and impart it with our listeners that you hope they won't do? Yeah, great question. Thank you for asking. I mean, when I started my company at 27, I, I, I thought I was too late in starting a business because I had all these contacts, all these knowledgeable friends that said they would have hired me months ago, years ago, but I didn't think I could do it. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I could go out there and, and, you know, get a contract signed and get a bill, you know, get an invoice done and then provide a service. Well, I started at 27. I wish I started earlier. Mm-hmm. I told people, I told someone Monday night, I said, you know, there's never a right time to start a business. You just got to go do it. And so I wish uh, I wish I'd started it right out of college, to be frank with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad I did start when I did, and it's been a great seven years. Better then than later, right? Exactly. Okay. Well, thank you. That was awesome. Super, super positive and informative. So, Debbie, I took some notes, mm-hmm. and I have a few takeaways, and we are going to implement these in our follow-through podcast that we'll do in a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. So one of the first things that you said stuck with me, and just the reminder that it is a journey, not a sprint. Um, Also, checking Facebook and current events and LinkedIn, but then it's the action that you do after you check them each morning. And I love the connection that you have with, you know, four, four or five people, three or four people that you then take what you learned and forward that to your community, either in LinkedIn or Facebook or even reaching out. I think 10 years ago when I first um, met you, I listened to one of your speeches on networking 101. Yeah. And it, it, it's that action that you take and it's the connection. And I, I love that. And I'm one for a good book. I read about two books or listen to them on an audio. So never eat alone is something I have not read. So I look forward to reading that, Debbie, I'm sure most of these things you do every day. I know you never miss a birthday or an anniversary, <laughs> um, but uh, are you um, in for implementing a few of the things that we learned today and I, getting together in a week or so? Absolutely. So you're right. I do some of them, and Barb's given me too much credit, that messaging the four to five people yeah. a day is a good reminder because one of the things that I've noticed is I move away from a social media platform and, and get a favorite. And Barb is giving me so much. And Amanda Merritt was on mm-hmm. her show about our Instagram. Yeah, our very first guest. And so it reminds me to stay up on Twitter. Because I've embraced LinkedIn and Instagram and Facebook. And I used to do more on Twitter. So thank you for that reminder. And messaging people and staying on top of it. And looking for those articles I think will be great. And I was just thinking this morning about... Sally Brundage, who unfortunately has passed, but she's an influence in my life. And it made me think about reaching out to her son because I reached out to him before to tell him how much his mom, she was a teacher of mine, and I know you know that. but mm-hmm. And just how nice it was to tell him that his mom had such an influence in thinking about your grandfather. So I'm going to do that. So those are a couple of my things. And I've read the book, and I can give you a copy, and or I can reread it. So we'll figure that out yeah. about Never Eat Alone. 
That'll be good. And I'm going to take a selfie with you two right after this and post it on social media and ask everyone to listen to your podcast going forward. Well, thank you. See, listeners? (laughs) Yes, we do. Well, you know what? Thank you so much, Akash. Is there anything that you didn't get to share that you want to leave us with before we wrap up? You know, just to folks that say, you know, my business is Tampa-based, which is, it is Tampa-based, but we want to work with companies that that are, want to give back to the community. Mm-hmm. So our hashtag is, with your company should be, you know, a message in your slogan, ours is helping our city. Helping so our we city. Are, we, are, yeah, we are in Tampa, but we're helping other cities as well. And so we have clients in Seattle, Toronto, Austin, and uh, uh, even Pittsburgh now. So to the listeners out there, you know, whatever city you're in, whatever your hashtag is, make sure you make use of it and help hmm. you get paid for it. Right, right. And speaking of hashtags, TBOL is ours, the business of life. Mm-hmm. And so thank you for that. We may want to add something else to it now that you've said it. We'll come yeah, up with a I new one based on your inspiration, and you'll learn about it in our follow-through. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Akash. You, of all people, have so many things on your plate. We really appreciate it that you've spent some time. So listeners, if you don't know Akash, which we'd be surprised if you don't, but if for any reason you don't, you can certainly stay connected with him on LinkedIn on all social media under his name as well as Elevate Inc. So you're going to find that Twitter, Instagram, Akash Patel. He's committed to staying connected, that's for sure, through networking and engagement and helping our city, as he told us. So similarly, you can follow Barb and me on Instagram and Facebook at the Business of Life Masterclass Podcast. Barb at the Stay at Work Mom and me on most areas, and I'll increase my Twitter, at Debbie Lundberg. So if you like what you heard, please download more, subscribe to future updates and podcasts, and rate us five stars if we earned it. We are committed to providing you with five-star guests and inspiration. So stay tuned with huge appreciation to Akash Patel for joining us for this episode of the Business of Life Masterclass. We wish Akash and each of you more of the inspiration you heard today. Think about all those influences. We appreciate your spending time with us on the podcast for successful people embracing every chance to accomplish and experience all you can in life and in business. Listen, choose, do.